This is the recap, a review of the day's news in the Tri-States area for Thursday, February 15th, 2024. With Tri-States Public Radio News, I'm Mike Murray. A Macomb High School student says it's her goal to make the world a better place. Tri-States Public Radio's Rich Egger tells us what she's doing about it. Kate Killian says she started doing fundraisers around the age of five. She says many classmates could not afford snacks, so she raised money for them. And she's continued to seek donations ever since. Kate is now a junior. She calls her fundraising community change. She asks for donations in lieu of birthday gifts. Her mother, Tammy Killian, says Kate has raised $21,000 through the years for various causes. Kate's focus in recent years has been on mental health causes. Most of the time, people have gone through something mental health-wise themselves, and so they feel the need that this is a really good cause, and so they'll put their money towards that. She's donated money to the high school counseling office to help bring in speakers. This year, they scheduled nationally known youth motivational speaker Jordan Toma. He'll address the entire high school student body tomorrow. Guidance counselor Shawnee Houston says Kate's fundraisers are improving the quality of life for students at Macomb High. It might seem like a a small thing, but really she's impacting the entire student body in a positive way by, you know, helping us to to host these keynote speakers and, and make an impact. She says Kate is someone who's always willing to help and always there to offer encouragement. Kate Killian would like to go into law enforcement or emergency management. She says those both involve helping people. And she reminds people that everyone goes through struggles that you might not be aware of. She says the best thing you can do is to be kind. Rich Egger reporting. A judge found a McDonough County jail inmate unfit to stand trial in the death of his cellmate. During a hearing yesterday afternoon, clinical psychologist Joel Eckert says he has twice tried to interview 40-year-old Timothy Smith. He found him uncooperative both times. He said Smith was bothered by unwanted and intrusive voices in his head. Eckert believes Smith would be unable to assist his defense attorney and would not be able to control his behavior in a courtroom. Eckert also believes Smith might be able to improve with treatment. Judge Nigel Graham found Smith unfit and placed him with the Department of Human Services for treatment. The court will check on his status in 90 days to gauge whether he's improving. Smith is charged with two counts of first-degree murder. He's accused of beating to death his cellmate, 51-year-old Daryl Hocker, during the early morning hours of November 8th. One person is dead after a house fire in Monmouth. Firefighters responded to the 300 block of West 3rd Avenue early Tuesday evening. They found the front of the home fully engulfed in flames. Crews found the victim shortly after arriving on the scene. The person's identity has not been released, and the cause of the fire is under investigation by the state fire marshal. Teachers who are trained and pass a background check could get a permit to carry guns in school under a bill passed by the Public Safety Committee in the Iowa House. Iowa Public Radio's Grant Gerlach reports Republican lawmakers argue it would make schools more secure. 
Insurance companies have threatened to withhold coverage from school districts like Spirit Lake and Cherokee that tried to arm teachers in the past, so the bill grants school districts qualified immunity to protect them from lawsuits. Democratic Representative Beth Wessel Crischel says if insurers think it's too risky to arm teachers, it should give Republican lawmakers pause. And if the risk is too high for insurance companies, the risk is too high for me. Putting more children in the line of fire is frightening. The original bill said school districts with more than 8,000 students must have a school resource officer in every high school, but the amended version passed out of committee allows school boards to opt out of that requirement. At the State House, I'm Grant Gerlach, IPR News. WTVP's board chairman says he's disappointed the Corporation for Public Broadcasting won't consider releasing grants until their inspector general completes an audit. But John Wheeland says he remains optimistic. I am like uh, 100% confident that at the end of that audit, we're going to get the right hand to fellowship. Uh, we all agree we're not the adversary, they're not the adversary, and we want the same goal. The taxpayer-funded CPB wants to look at WTVP's grant spending from July 2020 through June of last year. Wheeland believes the audit might not be completed until May or June, but new contributions from an anonymous donor will help the station get by until then. As we probably all know, life will throw one challenge after another at us. For our Women's Voices commentary series, Martha Wolf shares some thoughts on dealing with those unexpected twists and turns. Our lives are not determined by what happens to us, but by how we react to what happens, not by what life brings to us, but by the attitude we bring to life. Raised on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, I was the youngest of seven children. My parents were both originally from Illinois, but life took them to the Gulf Coast where they met and married. And just like the Brady Bunch, they both brought three children to the marriage and then had me. My mother had an incredible sense of courage in the way she faced up to the many challenges with which she was confronted. She faced a divorce when she was 32 years old with three children under the age of five. She relocated them and then raised the seven of us, yours, mine, and ours, in a 50s ragamuffin style. My father died prematurely at the age of 49, leaving three of us still at home. Two years later, after her father died, she moved with her petulant 14-year-old daughter, me, back to Illinois to care for her mother. She faced all of this with spunk, courage, grit, humor, gumption, and faith, never feeling sorry for herself. She mentored all of us with high expectations to face the challenges, relish the opportunities, and, quote, for Pete's sake, get up every day grateful and with a smile on your face, unquote. Robert Lind, a retired minister, wrote an essay entitled, We All Live With Our Second Choices. He refers to the disciple Paul, who had a grandiose plan to go to Bithynia and preach the message of God. And then it didn't work out. His dream was shattered. We all have dreams broken. But instead of complaining about his disappointment or cussing his bad luck, he looked for another opportunity. He instead headed to Macedonia and opened the most successful ministry of his career. Paul took this second choice and turned defeat into victory. 
Through this second choice, the message of Christ first passed over from Asia to Europe. In 1992, I started the Ivy Bake Shop with another woman who, like me, was going through a divorce and searching for a new direction. We weren't entrepreneurs. I have trouble even spelling the word. We were just two women picking ourselves up with our faith and passion. We embraced our second choice. We live the life we are given, but what that looks like is in your hands. Your life is whatever you make it. It is like a recipe when you think about it. You can follow the instructions, but once you have added a pinch of this or take out a bit of that, it becomes your own. My life is so different than I had envisioned, but it has become so wonderful. I couldn't have done it without being open to all the new possibilities that life has to offer, even though sometimes scary. I found power in believing in myself, resisting retreat, Good comes out of everything, no matter the circumstance. I know I am a better version of myself because of my divorce. My advice for you? Because life does not always take us in a straight line, one must be willing to navigate the curves, hang tough through the detours, and defy the roadblocks. And that can change the destination. How you handle it affects your journey. I often laugh with customers as I picked up their dirty dishes, how proud my mom would be that I got that social work degree and I'm bussing tables. One must be willing to be a lifelong learner, never settling. Discover your passions, be bold, and embrace your sense of humor. Cultivate friendships and relationships from all walks of life, for they will enhance your own life and you will become a tapestry in their lives as well. Find your spiritual nourishment, no matter what or who your higher power is, and enrich and nurture your soul, and always count the blessings in your life. I leave you with Winnie the Pooh. You're braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and smarter than you think. Martha Wolf is the retired owner of the Ivy Bake Shop in Fort Madison and Burlington, The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Western Illinois University or Tri-State's public radio. Diverse viewpoints are welcomed and encouraged. In the weather for our listening area, today it should be cloudy through mid-morning and then gradually clear with steady temperatures in the low 40s and northwest winds at 15 to 20 miles an hour. For tonight, there is a chance of snow overnight and will be increasingly cloudy with a low around 28 degrees. For TSPR News, I'm Mike Murray. Tri-State's Public Radio is part of the NPR Network.